there's just so much to gain from in-person interaction. I would see my friends when I'm going to lectures and then afterwards we'd talk about it. Not being able to speak to someone on the same level as me about how they're understanding the work. At home, online studying is not for me. Study Room Season 2, Psyched Up for Study. Episode 2, Connection. Welcome back to another week of the Study Room, Psyched Up for Study. This week, our focus is on the effects lack of connection can have on our study. This topic is especially important for those who study from home, and in light of last year's shift from face-to-face teaching to everything being done online. Today, we have Marta and Will from Batia here to help us understand this important topic. So Billy will then provide us with an outline and some guidance on how we can regulate the effects loss of connection can have on us. Finally, Cassie, Ashley, Silvilli and myself will have a quick conversation to discuss this week's topic. And after the credits, Cassie will provide us with a fun tip. But first, Ashley talked to a couple of UniSA students to discuss how loss of connection to other students affected their study. For me, university was, it's obviously like university is about learning, right? But like... For me, it was also about the people. Like, yeah. you know, I would see my friends when I'm going to the lectures and then afterwards we'd talk about it. Or like, you know, we'd have our group discussions come in. But like, I didn't have any of that at all last semester. Or really this semester, because yeah. everything's still mm-hmm. online. Because mm-hmm. university to me is more about the study and the information I'm getting rather than the social aspect of it. So I learned really well over the Zoom calls because like I have social anxiety, especially going into lectures and stuff where I knew that I'd have to be sitting still and like listening actively and remembering all that information and like, you know, not talking to anybody for like two hours straight. That would make me very, very anxious. And so I can, on a Zoom call, what I can do is I can mute myself, don't have to show my face, and I can just carry the lecturer around with me wherever I'm going. And that helps me to sort of absorb the information, feel like it's less stressful. Hmm. So that's like, it positively affected me that way. And now I have a chat with Will and Marta from Batia. Before we get into the crux of connection and social isolation, could you give us a bit of a bound about yourselves as well as Batia? Uh, my name's Will. I'm studying psych. And Batia is a non-profit organisation that is uh, based on peer-to-peer connection. So we work with students via having conversations with students is essentially our goal around mental health and just trying to like break the stigma. Yeah, that's pretty much Batia in a nutshell. Uh, and my name's Marta. I'm the university program coordinator for Batia here at UniSA. Uh, not a student anymore, but I did study here as well a few years ago. And my role is to coordinate the delivery of Batia's uh, mental health programs for students at UniSA and oversee the student executive. So Will and six other students, they promote and support our like mental health campaigns and events on campus. That's cool. What are some effects of social isolation on students' study life and well-being? I think we're going to be seeing the effects for a while. In my job, I've seen a lot of 
I guess, contradictory research at times where there's some studies coming out showing that university students especially have been doing really well during this time and, you know, talking to all the amazing like strengths and resilience and things like that. But then there's, like I said, contradictory research saying that they've been struggling more than ever. So I think it's there's still so much unknown about like the long-term effects. Yeah. I think from my personal perspective, my studies really suffered because a lot of what I do is I go to classes and I talk to people in classes and I talk to the tutor in classes. So I'll be like, this is what I'm doing for my assignment. What, what are you doing? Like, how are you approaching this? And I think in this time, like I was fortunate to have some connections that I already had and we had a little Facebook group. So I kind of just chucked messages in there every now and then. But a lot of people wouldn't have had that. So they wouldn't have been able to kind of be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Can someone please help me? I think it would have affected a lot of people, but I can see how it would also help some people to enjoy that kind of space. Yeah. I think you also miss out on those incidental connections that chat before class with someone and then you, you make that new connection or, you know, just talking to the person next to you while your class, like while you're waiting for your tutor to get ready for your class or whatever and asking them, how are you going with the assignment? Have you done X, Y, Z? And then you might find out that you're struggling with the same question and you decide to become Facebook friends and message each other later about that stuff. Whereas I feel like there's so many barriers to that studying online. Thank you, Will and Mart, for your time. And now we jump over to Savili to learn some helpful tips to deal with social isolation. Thank you. Being less connected to others and the outside world could end up taking a mental toll on yourself, which could then further impact your studies and quality of life. Let's explore some techniques and ways we can tackle the effects of losing connection. Some of you may not be living with family or friends for whatever reasons, be it uni or even work. Despite being geographically distant, it's good to always stay connected for your well-being's sake. Ring them up when you get the time and share about your day or any of the experiences you've had throughout the week. Dedicating a day for you in the week to just have short catch-ups could go a long way in making you feel connected. A study by BMC Psychiatry supports this as they found that expanding social networks could enhance the feeling of being connected and help you overcome negative experiences and stay motivated to continue studying. Being away from everyone does not mean the end of the world. Try to make the most of your time at home by doing activities you normally would have done or even better, try out a new hobby to keep yourself busy. It could be that gardening project you've delayed for over a year or that room makeover you've been trying to work on but never got the time for. Despite it being just an amazing way to spend the extra time that you have, it's scientifically proven to help for your mental health as well. The Psychology of Sports and Exercise Journal released a research paper that further found physical activities a good way to treat the lack of connection and loneliness. This is especially so for adults. Exercising or just staying active induces positive affective responses by enhancing self-esteem and self-worth, which could overall just make you feel connected to others and the outside world. Having better connection and involvement in other activities could improve your well-being and enhance your ability to study effectively. And now it is that time again where we discuss what we thought about that episode in relation to our lives. Hello. So... What did we all think? 
I personally found getting the motivation to study when you're not really doing anything else but staying at home a little bit challenging. But then I tried taking up, you know, additional hobbies. I started playing a bit more sports and just being physically active. And that honestly just helped me feel a lot energetic and just more motivated to continue studying as well. Well, I really related to what Sil said about staying connected with family. I generally talked to my sister at least once a day during isolation because I obviously felt quite alone during that time. And I think with study, when people study from home, there can be issues like that as well. So during that time, I also would create chats with my friends and come up with ways to study online. Yeah, I think I really struggled with having my family at home because I wasn't used to them being there. It was really distracting for my studying. So I actually set up a different workspace to try and help me keep focused and then all have our own space that we needed. Um, And then we could come back and like talk to each other at the end of the day and keep connected that way. And yeah, I also liked studying online with my friends through Zoom calls just to keep me motivated that way as well. Yeah, I also live away from my family with all of my friends and family being overseas. So just kind of having like a weekly call, FaceTime or, you know, just a video call and catching up with them really helped you just stay on top of things. And sometimes you might lose the motivation to keep studying, but having a chat with your family and friends like, You know, they usually say some really nice stuff that just keeps you going. So that helps you stay on top of your studies a lot better. That's all for this week. This episode was brought to you by UniSA. The hosts of the show were Ashley, Cassie, Caitlin and Civilli. The student voices were from Matilda Heine, Simone Beeson, Aldeth Eve Omega and Catherine Rogers. And remember... If you're feeling isolated, not only are your friends and family there to help, but the counselling services at the university may provide valuable help in times where you feel isolated and unable to work or complete study. You can find them on Student Support Services page at UniSA. Feeling socially isolated or alone can be difficult, however, it actually can help you in the long run to build your tolerance and enjoyment in spending time with yourself. So it might benefit you in the future if you can stick through it now.